Okay, so I know my constraints, I've got my target, I know where this thing's going. Next thing, I need a venue. How do I go about figuring out the best venue? This is the fun part, (laughs) (laughs) This is where you have fun. And if you imagine every single venue you've ever been to, so stately home, palace, country garden, your own backyard, all of those those backyards. We've been to a, a million different places and all of these places are pretty much open to you having your event you know most places will now hire out space for your event um, or or give you space for free you know whatever it is Um, and that includes your local school the village hall Mm. you know every space is available to you so it's all about appropriateness right I'll tell you a story about an event that I was involved in on volunteer basis with a committee and the the head of the committee had found this amazing warehouse in east london and they've got it for free, which is great because that takes our budget box. Yeah, yeah, I mean, that was fantastic. However, when we went to visit the warehouse, alarm bells rang with me big time because there was no central heating and this event was planned for early January. Right. So anyway, we decided, the committee decided that it was the best venue for us and we went ahead. We spent lots of money on theming because as you can imagine, an old warehouse in East London yeah. is not the prettiest of places. Yeah. So we went totally over budget on our theming. And then on the night, we hired in a few little heaters, but it wasn't enough to, to warm the guests. Yeah. This event was a formal function. So our, our ladies were dressed in, in beautiful cocktail gowns with strappy sandals. <laughs> and the men were in beautiful suits. And everybody looked amazing for the first five minutes. But then they got so cold yeah. that they actually had to put their overcoats on and spent the rest of the evening in their overcoats complaining about the cold right. so as you can imagine yeah what happens then not conducive to raising money right <laughs> no the guests focus was yeah. completely on how cold this venue was yeah. rather than the wonderful array of prizes that they were going to bid for later on in the evening right. so um, that's just one example about getting the venue right and being appropriate and realistic as well. yeah yeah and also i guess um, talking about the audience who are targeting some things are just going to be appropriate on an audience basis, right? Mm-hmm. If we're raising for healthy ages and we're involving older folks, then certain things are not going to be great for them, right? Mm-hmm. I guess there's a tendency to run away with the things that you get excited about, right? But actually mm-hmm. this thing isn't for me, right? It's for everybody else. Exactly. Yeah, exactly. I mean, you know, for example, um, I love practicing karate. That's my thing. Right. That's, that's my passion. <laughs> I love, love doing that. And I do an awful lot of fundraisers for my karate school. Right. It's great. But they're not about karate. Right. So I've got to go to the parents or the friends and family of everybody in the karate school who might not necessarily want to do karate. Yeah. So all the events that I organized are based on what they want to do and not my passion right. for, for practicing a martial art. And creatively, you've got to fit something something that fits with the cause and something that fits with what your audience want to do, right? Exactly, yeah. For example, I did a little bit of research and found that there are an awful lot of parents who absolutely love cooking. Right. So I organised a fundraiser where we learned to make chocolate and we had a chef come in um, who is part of our karate school and he did a cooking demonstration and we ended up raising around about £900 for the school. Yeah, so it is about appropriateness and giving people what they want.